For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. From Pennsylvania Avenue to Main Street, Scott Inez tackles the hot topics like only he can. It's time for Inez Says. Hi there, I welcome you to the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. Appreciate you being here today. You can find the pod most anywhere you get your podcasts, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, of course, on demand for free in the WDBO app. You can also find me on the radio every single weekday morning with Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 in Orlando, outside of O-Town Streamus there in the WDBO app. Well, it's a tough day. Tough day today. We are dealing with yet another horrible mass shooting here in America. Another senseless school shooting. This one in Uvalde, Texas on Tuesday. And at the time of this podcast taping, at least 19 children, 19 kids, two teachers have died. And according to law enforcement, all those people killed were in the same classroom. It is the second worst school shooting in American history. And quite frankly, I have that same empty feeling in the pit of my stomach today as I've had so many different times, including one of those times that happened right here in Orlando. One of the worst mass shootings in American history, June 12, 2016, when 49 people were killed and 53 wounded at the Pulse nightclub here in Orlando. Not a good feeling at all. So how can we make our schools more secure Is it time for more teachers to be armed across the nation in their classrooms? Brad Oliver is a retired Texas Ranger. He spent 27 years in law enforcement. He co-founded the Cinco Peso Training Group, which trains school employees on how to deal with an active shooter. And he is very familiar with how things operate there in the Lone Star State. Here's that conversation with Brad Oliver now. We're hearing about all the security measures that apparently were in place at that school yesterday. And yet this 18 year old just walks into that school and kills all those people. Uh, Who knows where the death toll is going to go from here. But how in the world does this happen, Brad? Well, you know, I think what we need to really wait and let's wait until the exact final investigation is completed because everybody's saying that this young man walked in let's let's make sure that that's true okay mm-hmm. we don't know that if he walked straight in or he used his weapon and shot out a door a glass door I, I don't know that yet right but uh, we definitely need to know that uh, there are things that we can do to make our school as you mentioned uh, my company Cinco Peso Training Group I co-founded it we have over 30 school districts in North Texas Northeast Texas all the way out toward west of Fort worth that we train these school districts that allow their staff to be armed and it is a very thoroughly vetted program that these staff members are uh, are volunteering for and they are ready to be the immediate responder not the first responder as you as you said i 
I was uh, 27 years in law enforcement. I was identified as a first responder. What we are training is that immediate responder that some of these staff members have have accepted that responsibility to be armed, and that they are willing to confront evil when it walks into their school district. And I, and I think that's one way that we continue to for you know give better protection to our schools because that's a force multiplier for these school districts. I know you cover the entire state of Texas. Is there a way to to judge right now, Brad, on on how many or a percentage on how many Texas teachers are armed at this point? No, we don't know. And it's it's not uh, there's there's really not a tremendous amount. What you are seeing in the more rural area of uh, Texas, that is, uh, because the more rural you are in Texas, the less law enforcement you have. Also, the biggest thing you need to realize that a lot of these school districts and everything, it's very confidential who they are, mm-hmm. right, who these armed defenders are. Now, we do have some of our 30 uh, school districts that we train. They do put out signs on their on their campuses saying that we have armed faculty, armed staff here to protect our students and our staff. But again, there is a confidentiality issue there. Yeah, you, you spent a lot of time in your career on training. You, you've done those security assessments on about 30 Texas school districts. What else? What, what else have you learned over those assessments, Brad? Well, you know, they can, uh, people can get complacent sometimes, right? And I'm not saying that happened down Uvalde, okay? What I'm saying is it, it's just kind of human nature to get complacent that we can say it's never going to happen here. You know, we, we, we find out when we do threat assessments for schools that, uh, uh Maybe the front door, certain doors are locked, but some, certain doors are kept open because it's just a convenience, right? And that has to stop. We have to make sure that all access areas are absolutely locked. And another thing, think about all that. You drive by a new school right now in Florida, anywhere in the United States is being built. It's all made out of glass. There is no protection. There is no no cover for our staff or our student body. So there are some things that we can talk about and look at uh, going forward of what do we do for these school districts. I looked up the Uvalde School District website earlier. The website states that the district has proponents to curb and or eliminate elements of violence, vandalism, disruptions, and fear in its schools. They have threat assessment teams. They have uh, social media threat monitoring. They have alarm systems. Uh, they have security vestibules. They have buzz-in systems as well, security systems. I mean, it certainly sounds as if this school, uh, at least according to the website, was well-fortified, Brad. Right. Well, again, again, we need to wait and find out every detail, find out exactly what took place. And that may be that may be weeks before we actually know that. And here's something that's that's the hard truth is we may, everybody wants to know the motive. We may never know what the motive is, yeah. okay? But they do. So what you, you mentioned something about threat assessment teams. So this, the state legislators in Texas passed Senate Bill 11 that mandates all school districts have to have that threat assessment uh, teams in every school district. And the other part of that is we've got to make it known to our student body that it's okay to report this, right, mm-hmm. that that it is okay if you see something on on social media – People are posting stuff on Snapchat. It is okay to go through or, or contact your teacher, contact an adult, contact law enforcement and say, look, I saw something on social media. I'm just letting you know you guys need to follow up. But let's talk about the other symptom. It's a, it's a greater issue, and I believe that what it is is mental illness. Yeah. yeah. Is what this is. This is 
pure evil, yep. mental illness. Yeah, yeah, we're yes. seeing a lot of it across the country. I'm sure you're familiar with the special forces of the Texas Border Patrol here. One of these special forces apparently took down this shooter in the school yesterday. What can you can you tell us anything about the special forces there for the Border Patrol? So it's called BORTAC, and yes, I've actually, in my career as a Texas Ranger, uh, I was on the founding uh, team for what we called the uh, Texas Ranger Recon Team back in 2009, before everybody realized what was going on at the border. We were being uh, deployed down there in very specialized groups, and uh, we we were heavily trained by BORTAC, and I will say they were some of the finest finest law enforcement officers I've ever worked with in my life, and they're absolutely top-notch. They are the top tier of the Border Patrol, and I worked so closely with them for several years, side-by-side, there along the border, you know, fighting the transnational gangs and the cartels. They are they are some of the best trained that you will ever, ever have the pleasure of working with or meeting. Yeah, good people. One more question. Yeah. I'll, I'll let you go. I know you train school employees on how to deal with active shooters and uh there are several teachers apparently that are armed there in texas what do you say to teachers who say look i i didn't sign up for this like i i don't want any part of 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 handling a gun dealing with a firearm in a classroom what what do you say to that so well here it is it's some teachers right Mm. so it is totally a voluntary basis and you're absolutely right the vast majority of of school teacher staff they're educators Okay, and that's not what they want to do. They do not want to carry a gun. They do not want to be trained with a gun, and that is absolutely okay. There are other things that our company teaches uh, that shows them how to fortify things inside their room, how to use uh, cover, because there is absolutely armor in everybody's room, and we just have to show them. We have to show them how to set up the the classroom that gives them the best protection. But for those teachers who absolutely step up for that. you know, to to do to take this responsibility, right? Then those are the ones that we want to train. They go through a huge, huge threat uh, a vetting process. And and here's another thing: I, I also want you to realize that we also do a lot of training on medical part. That when we stop that evil, when those immediate responders, which is going to be that staff member, stops this evil then we need to be able to provide medical treatment to our staff and our student body because it's still those precious seconds are ticking away before paramedics get there. So it's a dual dual process that we're doing on our, on our teaching. Thanks to Brad Oliver, retired Texas Ranger and founder of the Cinco Peso Training Group. That will do it for the Inez Says Podcast. Today, appreciate you being here. Find me on the radio every single weekday morning with Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. Stream us in the WDBO app. I'll see you next time.